And now, a faux fiction audio production published by Not A Pipe Publishing. Super Guy by Kurt Klopton. Super Guy, the generic alternative. Less superhero hype, same superhero quality. Chapter 29. Gray Matter was sitting in the back of his limousine when the door opened. It's about time, Alex, he said as he poured himself a second glass of wine. Supervillainy was such thirsty work. Were you successful? I'm guessing not, answered Oliver, settling into the seat opposite the white-haired villain. Gray Matter looked up in surprise but quickly composed himself. On the contrary, he does seem to have been successful, he said with a smile that seemed to be genuine enough to Oliver. All right. I don't think that's true since I'm here and alive. Well, said Grey Matter as he tapped a finger against his glass in thought. Yes, I suppose you are right, at least to a degree. If he had been successful, you wouldn't be free yet, although you would be alive. And he should have had time to get here first. I must assume you managed to escape without him needing to turn off the laser. I appear to have underestimated you. Turn off? Yes, said Grey Matter, taking a sip of wine. You could say I had a change of heart. I decided our relationship was only just beginning. We have so much untapped potential, it would have been a shame to just terminate it so soon. Oh? Said Oliver, thinking back to the vat. He supposed he might have made the wrong assumption about what Grey Matter's assistant was going to do with the laser. So he was turning the laser off? Yes, that's what I said. Ooh. Grey Matter leaned forward to look out his window. So, where is Alex? You didn't have to subdue him, did you? It's really pretty harmless. Um, I'm afraid he might not be coming. He sort of, uh, fell. Oh. Well, he's young and in good shape. I'm sure he'll be fine. Well... What? The vat. He fell into the vat. Oh. Boy. That's unfortunate. Maybe he'll be okay. Like you said, he's young and in good shape. Oh, that won't matter. Not with what's in that vet. He shook his head as he thought about it. Really bad timing, though. It's his birthday tomorrow. We're having a big surprise party for him, or... Were, I guess. Um, <clears throat> Would have been bad enough, just with a fall, maybe, or if you had uh, roughed him up. Not good for pictures, at least, but... After the vet... I don't think we'd want pictures at all. Oliver opened his mouth, but nothing came out. The silence dragged on a bit before Grey Matter went on. Not to mention, he was supposed to be in a wedding this weekend. Best man, too. Mm. It's a good friend of his from college. Found his soulmate, I'm told. That's Saturday, and then on Sunday, uh, his goddaughter is being baptized. Sweet kid. It's his sister's kid. Super adorable. He always has pictures of her on his phone and loves to show them. Probably no phone anymore. So, actually, it was a really big weekend for him. Hmm. Um. He only saw the image of Alex dropping into the vat in his head. 
<laughs> Just kidding. I really had you there. You should have seen your face. The villain giggled while trying not to spill his wine. <laughs> oh, you superheroes are just too good sometimes. So there's no niece? Hell, I don't know. Don't care. I don't even know when his birthday is, let alone if he has a sister. Doubt he's got any friends from college, though. He's kind of a jerk from what I hear. Okay. I guess that's better. Well... Forget that. We have more important matters to deal with. Like us. There's an us? Absolutely. And the end game. The question of what happens now. Oliver just sat there. Still a bit thrown by the whole Alex thing. He hadn't given it the slightest thought to what was next. You're probably wondering if there's going to be a big fight between us, a showdown, a little mano a mano thing, you and me, one on one. Or maybe you're wondering if I have a secret escape plan to whisk me away and out of your clutches at the last second. Oliver could only just sit there and nod slightly. Well, the answer is no to both. I really didn't expect you to still be here at this point, so I have no contingency plan. I guess letting you go was probably a misstep on my part. A last second change like that can really mess things up. Ugh. But still, all in all, it's a pleasant experience, I tell you. I really was getting a bit depressed with the way the things had gone earlier. Not at all the weighty importance I wanted our showdown to have. This is so much better. Uh, okay. So, should I have my driver take us to police headquarters? Asked Grey Matter. Oliver opened his mouth, but then only nodded slightly. The villain pressed a button and spoke into an intercom. Alan, could you please take us to police headquarters? Also, phone my attorneys and have them meet us there. He took his finger off the button and smiled at Oliver as the car started moving. Where are my manners? Things can get sloppy amongst all the fun. Wine? Asked Grey Matter, gesturing toward the bottle. No thanks, said Oliver. After a moment, as Grey Matter had gone to looking out the window at the scenery while sipping his wine, Oliver asked, So, this is it? You'll have to excuse me, I'm a little new. Do we always share a limo at the end? <laughs> oh, it happens more than you'd think. Besides, it's all lawyers from here on out anyway. No more fun for us, and the whole thing drags on forever. You know lawyers in the justice system. I'll most likely get off on some technicality, or they won't even be able to charge me with anything definite, because the plot is just too huge and complicated for them to wrap their little minds around. I'll end up having to pay some fine for tax evasion or something, and that'll be it. Well, that's not comforting. Grey Matter shrugged. That's our legal system. Maybe I'll write a book, too. Hmm, all the publicity, I'm sure it'll make a killing. Oliver sat there for a couple of minutes, thinking about vats of boiling acid and the legal system. You know, I think I will have that glass of wine. Oliver and Roger were out on the floor of the garage as Oliver experimented with just how much his flight ability had kicked in. He wasn't actually flying yet, but it wouldn't be long. So far, they had discovered he could now float a few feet above the ground, jump 
twice as far as he used to, and drift enough on a fall that he no longer thudded straight into the ground, but could angle himself enough to tumble and roll to a messy stop most of the time. That part wasn't particularly useful, as it tended to be more destructive. Emma had rolled her chair out of her office and sat with a laptop while reading official emails aloud to them from various people if she deemed it worthwhile. Many of them were congratulatory on his victory over gray matter, although the success was being somewhat devalued by the fact the villain was already out on bail and his public relations people were doing some incredible spin. Thankfully, Oliver wasn't being targeted by them, but Grey Matter was being turned into a misunderstood genius whose intent was to vaccinate all mankind from the common cold, or the flu, or minor skin irritations. It wasn't quite clear. It was very compelling stuff, and it was working. 38% of area residents were saying they believed Grey Matter wasn't a supervillain. 42% weren't sure any crime had been committed at all, and 29% were less itchy. All of the flight tests and conversation in the garage were also being recorded by the cameras and crew of the reality show that had started taping the previous day. The producers were a bit pissed about missing out on the big Serial Factory showdown, but were happy they were getting a hero just learning to fly. There were three or four cameras going at all times along with several stationary ones and a feed coming directly from Oliver's mask. Try for the third raster from the far wall, said Roger, pointing to the target. That would be the record for a standing long jump. You got it, said Oliver, stepping behind a line Roger had made on the floor in chalk. Of course, at this pace, all I have to do is wait an hour and then I can break it again. Yes, but waiting is boring, and me telling you to jump for this or fall from that is far more fun. Hey, what about this? Asked Emma, reading from her laptop. Looks like a little fallout from your fun with gray matter. The cereal factory manager is all pissed about the damage from the fight. Lots of minor damage due to missile explosions and lasers. You'll have to explain to me how anything from an explosion is minor. Not to mention major destruction due to the vat. The vat wasn't there for cereal purposes, of course, but it looks like it did burst and everything around it on the main factory floor was melted or damaged by the acid inside. Apparently, there was also a very distinct trail of destruction all the way across the floor, leading to a very large hole ripped through one of the outer walls. Did you do that? No, I left through a door, said Oliver. He and Roger looked at each other. The guy you dropped in the vat? Hey, he fell. Because you hit him in the head with a piece of metal. I thought he was trying to kill me. But he can't be in too bad of shape since he walked out, right? Walked out of a wall. Emphasis on wall. And there's the part about the trail of destruction. The guy didn't just head down an aisle, he made his own path and his own door. That doesn't sound good. Okay, okay, you're right. So, what are the odds that guy is going to come back and bite me in the ass? You mean the chances you just created another bad guy for you to fight? Hi, given the whole superhero and supervillain karma thing... But on the bright side, it keeps you working, so just call it job security. But forget that guy. Let's talk about the important thing here. What kind of cereal did they make there? I hope it's not one of my favorites if it's going to screw up the whole supply. How about that? 
my first really big victory over a supervillain, and the biggest repercussion besides that guy could be a temporary disruption in the supply of your favorite cereal. I saved you, and the rest of the world I might add, from being enslaved by an evil baddie. Eh, but who's counting? It's the cereal that really matters. You're a public servant. You answer to the little guy. If it's only cereal you have to worry about, Oliver, that's probably something to be thankful for. Said Emma, going back to the emails. Probably. Maybe you'll get a break from the big threats and we can all have some normal hero life around here. Get some experience with regular crime. No supervillains, no world-conquering conspiracies, no supergroups. Just let you settle into the mundane, everyday business of being a superhero. Knocking some small-time criminal heads. Actually, I don't think that's going to happen. Why is that? They want to give you a sidekick. You have been listening to Super Guy by Kurt Klopton, a faux fiction audio production published by Not A Pipe Publishing. Look for the sequel to Super Guy coming this September. This recording, characters, and the situations within are the property of their author and creator and protected by copyright. If you wish to listen to more episodes in advance, search Patreon.com, then Faux Fiction Audio, and sign up to be a monthly patron. Or stay tuned until the next week for your free episode. We will see you then.